You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dotson loses it. Walking the tightrope. Oh, Blake Griffin! Razzle dazzle! Oh, next level! Kevin Durant, the rack attack, and one of the highlights of the year. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski here with longtime odds maker Dave Sherapan. This is BetQL Daily weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the BetQL Audio Network. We're live on the Odyssey app, live on 1430 in Denver. The bet, 105.9 FM, HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. Uh, Dave, let's welcome another Dave. Dave DeFour at Dave DeFour on Twitter. He's podcast host, NBA analyst, for the athletic, uh, Dave, a bit of a wrinkle here in the setup this week. Now we'll be talking about going from eight teams down to four with this playing tournament. How much do you love it? Oh my god, the NBA finally landed on a great <laughs> idea. They made a change, and nobody hates it. Well, some people hate it, but the fans, Ron Brown, the best. This is the <laughs> best thing they've done since banning hand checking. It has actually added value. Where there was none. I mean, it's really incredible. I, I, I use the term found money a lot uh, when you just stumble onto something that's great. And this is like a found pot of gold. It's, it's incredible. They're, they just really stumbled into something different that every other league already did. It's called a wild card. It's not that big of a deal, but this is awesome. I'm, I'm glad they got it. Dave, this is Dave. Good name, first of all. Uh, second of all, this Eastern Conference – Joe and I were just talking about it, and it seems really, um, I don't know, top-heavy is the word? Or Do you look at it the same way that like odds makers are looking at it or just all of us in general, basketball fans, that it's going to be Brooklyn, the Sixers, or the Bucks, and that's pretty much it? Yeah, those three sort of separated themselves in the pack early on. I mean, look, no offense to the New York Knicks, but that's not a normal four seed. You know, that's a pretty weak four and five seed that we've got. So, yeah, I mean, this has been the story of this season. And I would argue that Miami might sneakily be a, a true part of that top four that, that just kind of tank their way into a bottom seed because they don't really care. We're going to find out in, in this first round. But, yeah, those, those three teams definitely separated themselves in the pack. And they're elite at something. You know, Philly and Milwaukee are elite defensive teams. Milwaukee and Brooklyn are elite offensive teams. Obviously, Philadelphia has Joel Embiid. So, you know, you have elite offensive ceiling. Um, they for sure have the most talent in the Eastern Conference. And that, you know, you know how the NBA works. That's sort of how that works out usually. <laughs> 
Uh, which two are going to enter the the real playoffs out of the East involved uh, with the playing on Tuesday and Thursday? Man, you know, I can't count the Wizards out. And, and, and that includes like in the first round. I would not want to play the Wizards at all. I mean, look, Brooklyn is likely going to handle them if that's the matchup. Um, but I, I think the Wizards, when you look at how hot they are right now, you have to consider them the favorites to come out of that, at least that second game. Uh, the Pacers, they're just disgruntled and disjointed and up and down, and you never know what you're going to get from night to night. But the Wizards, you know, this run that they've been on has been, I don't even want to say special because special doesn't feel good enough. You know, this is a team that was, they were like nine or ten games out of the out of the playoffs, and they came back and made the eighth seed. So I'm expecting the Wizards to actually win this game against Boston. And then I, I would guess we're going to get Charlotte over Indiana. Um, I, I don't think Boston has enough talent to win, but I, I do think that they have enough to beat Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, while they are fun, they just aren't that good. And I think Boston is a little bit better than they are, even without Jalen Brown. So um, that's the East a little bit. Um, the West, uh, in case you hadn't heard, Dave, uh, I'm sure maybe you'd have. The Lakers are playing Golden State in the uh, in the playing game. And then for – you know, other giggles and stuff. We got, we got Grizzlies and Spurs. Are you as excited as the rest of the world to watch that game one and two? Can you believe that it's at 10 o'clock Eastern? <laughs> that was actually the first thing that I noticed is that, you know, listen, you've got what could be the biggest single NBA game, not ever, but pretty close to it. And I mean, this is like, prime time viewing you've got everyone fired up about the play-in and you're trying to sell the nba you maybe want to pick up some new fans kids love steph curry so let's put it on cinemax at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> i just don't it just makes no sense to me man and you know baseball has done this for years you put all you know you've got day games all year and then you put all your big games at night not not that basketball does day games but you know if you want people to watch the game not just consume it on social media then you need to put it at a time where people can watch it, in particular, kids, because that's the next generation of people that are going to be spending money on your product. So I think putting it on at 10 o'clock Eastern is pretty dumb. It just seems silly to me that you couldn't start it at 8 Eastern and just say, hey, West Coast, the game's not going to start till 5.30 anyway. Deal with it. I, I just, It's not that difficult. But, you know, the NBA doesn't care if you watch the game on TV or if you watch it on Instagram. It doesn't matter to them. So – I guess that's why you get the 10 o'clock start. But, I mean, this is this is for sure the biggest game I can remember that I've ever covered. And uh, the league couldn't have scripted it any better. LeBron versus Steph Curry, come on. It's almost like they planned it. Yeah. With uh, Dave DeFore, podcast host, NBA analyst for The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Dave DeFore. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Dave Sherapan. So uh, the outright odds would suggest, Dave, that in some order, well, you've got the Nets. They're the favorite everywhere. And then you, some have the Clippers as a second favorite. Some have the Lakers and others have reversed that. If uh, we're doing your own power rankings or you're making the odds, which team is the favorite? Do I know the status of LeBron's ankle? See, that's the big question here yeah. with all of this. And, and, I, and I'm sure for, for betters too. If LeBron is healthy, it's a wrap. The Lakers are, are going to just roll through this thing. 
That defense is, is incredible. The problems that they have offensively are solved with a healthy LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis. So I think we're going to know right away who the favorites really are. And by right away, I guess at 10 o'clock <laughs> Eastern on Wednesday night, <laughs> once we see how LeBron looks. So I guess it's going to be pretty late when we find out. But you know, to me, it's the Lakers and then everyone else. But the story has to start with the Lakers. What's their health situation look like? You know, how is it coming together? You know, what does LeBron look like out there? Can he put together two or three games in a row in a series? I'm not worried about the one, the play-in game. You know, LeBron is going to win one of those two games. He's getting into the playoffs. But what does it look like when he's got to go every other day for a series against a team that's going to be tough? I mean, look, Utah is really good. I know people like to joke because we've seen Rudy Gobert, you know, get smoked a couple of times by some small guards, but the guy is an otherworldly defender who has been putting up monster numbers all year. He's the best defender in the league. So that's not a cakewalk, but with Utah, you've got this special circumstance where Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley have been hurt. So, you know, if you're the Lakers, do you want to lose this game to the Warriors so that you can take on at what you hope is a diminished Utah jazz team? I don't know. This is the, the strategy doesn't stop with what's just happening from game to game, at least for, not right now. This play-in in particular, and we know that all these teams, like the Lakers, the elite teams, they are willing to tank for seeding. I think the, the Lakers would be willing to drop a game to the Warriors if they felt like the Jazz were a better matchup because they know that they could pretty much take whoever they're going to play, whether it's Memphis or San Antonio. So uh, all that talk there. In the, in the Western Conference, and we just uh, gl- kind of glossed over the Phoenix Suns, Dave. Like, the Phoenix Suns, the, they might as well not even come to play this series against the Lakers after the Lakers take care of the Warriors on Wednesday night. They get the Suns, and the Suns have been pretty good, even going back to the bubble, what they did. Um, not too bad. And I am in the minority um, that – this is they even have a shot. Am I completely out of my mind uh, thinking that the Suns can, I mean, can they even take a game against the Lakers, Dave? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I wouldn't say you're out of your mind. I would say it's <laughs> unlikely. You know, when we look at when we look at playoff teams, a lot of our expectations come from prior experience. That's not always a good thing, but with the NBA, it has been a good indicator. And when you look at Phoenix, they probably had the fewest starters uh, or guys who have started playoff games of anyone in the, in the real competitive part of the playoffs. So the teams that we really think might win a title, they have the, the least experience in the playoffs. And so that tends to matter. And, and then the other thing is, I just don't know how they match up if they run into the Lakers or Clippers. They just don't, I mean, you know, Jay Crowder is good, but Jay Crowder is not like a lockdown Kawhi Leonard type of guy. He's not going to lock down Paul George and, and Mikel Bridges can't do it alone. So, you know, can Cam Johnson guard enough for them to make a run? You know, is DeAndre Ayton, the, the progress he's shown during the season, is that going to stick? You know, is he going to be able to find shooters when the double teams come? Because 
it's the playoffs and the double teams are going to come. So there are just a lot of question marks for Phoenix. But the, the good news for them is every team has question marks. There is no perfect team this year. Even the L.A. Lakers, if LeBron is 100% healthy, has question marks. You mm-hmm. still need guys to hit shots on that team. So I, I will say, you know, every single team has a puncher's chance. I mean, maybe, maybe Memphis doesn't. Maybe Indiana doesn't. But all of the teams that, that have a star player, a tier one guy, and I'll even say Portland, you know, Denver, Dallas, every team has a chance. If somebody just gets crazy hot, they could go on a run here. And this is the year to do it. We've got crazy parity. We've had guys in and out of the lineup. We've still got lineup volatility. When you look at the injuries in both conferences and the way things have shaken out, you look at Brooklyn and their lack of chemistry and playing time together, that could raise its ugly head. When you look at the Lakers, you've got to worry about the same thing. And those are arguably your two favorites if everyone's healthy. So it's wide open. So for Phoenix, I, I'm not writing them off at all. I just I, My expectations of them are to get out of the first round if they don't face the Lakers or Warriors, uh, but they're going to. So um, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to just be a tougher fight than they deserve because they've worked really hard to get to the two seed. And congratulations, you've got to guard LeBron James or Steph Curry. It seems kind of unfair. Dave, a lot of ifs when we talk about these 1-8-2-7 matchups, which makes this season so much fun. But what about what we do know? We know the 4-5s and the 3-6 matchups. Which team really stands out to you as being in a really tough spot with their first-round matchup? Well, <laughs> this, uh, this is just because of last year. But I, I'm going to say Milwaukee because there's a lot of pressure there. You can't lose this series to Miami. This is not just a normal playoff series. And it's a 6-3, and it's probably closer than the record shows because we know Miami had a rough year. The matchup there is the real thing. We saw how Miami embarrassed them in the playoffs last year. This is going to be the ultimate test. I think if Milwaukee beats Miami in the first round, they're probably going to make the finals because it means that the problems that they had previous seasons, they've actually solved or at least found workarounds for and we've seen them play around with it all year but I still think it's a tough matchup for Milwaukee I mean again congratulations on your great season you get to play the Miami Heat who were in the finals last year this this year is just going to be a bloodbath and we're going to have to tolerate for the first time in a long time that a few good teams are going to lose early in the NBA that doesn't normally happen and I welcome it because I think you need a little bit of that Dave, I don't know. We're kind of getting close to short on time, but um, just a quick look at it. What's your finals matchup right now? I mean, after watching LeBron run up and down the court, you guys saw that open court steal. Now, look, your ankle doesn't usually give you trouble when you're running in a straight line. It's when you cut. But I think LeBron is probably fine. And I almost feel like they milked it a little bit because let's be honest, LeBron loves a good story. And what's a better story (laughs) than being the first NBA champion to come out of the play-in game and have to go through, you know, the guy that LeBron said should be the MVP, Steph Curry, to do it. Uh You know, I'm just saying, look, I I think there's a good chance for Lakers, Sixers in the finals. The, the Sixers have a pretty easy road if you look. Ooh, um, I like that. Lakers, the Sixers only have to beat one team, really. They've got to beat Brooklyn or Milwaukee. 
And I think that that matters. But for the Lakers, it might not matter at all. The Lakers might just roll. So uh, I'll say Lakers Sixers, but man, I'm not confident in that at all. Not at all. <laughs> Dave Dufour, follow him on Twitter, podcast host, NBA analyst for The Athletic. Dave, appreciate the visit. Hope we can check in again throughout the playoffs, all right? Yeah, anytime. Thank you so much, Dave Dufour. He just told us, bet the Lakers 5-1. to one. That's what he told us? That's what he said. That's what he <laughs> said. But he said they're playing the Sixers. The Sixers. How about that? Play the song, baby. Play the song. You're going to hedge out of that? You're going to hedge out? Not yet. No. When they're in the finals. When they're in the finals. Oh, um, yeah, probably. I don't know. What if his ankle's not good? <laughs> it's all about the ankle. All right. I think the ankle will be pretty good if he's in the NBA finals. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think he's getting right. to the finals. Dave, can you help us with the Stanley Cup playoffs? Let's go. Standing of in the course. end. Let's go. Different format. I want to break this down uh, with Dave Sherapan, big hockey guy, longtime odds maker in Las Vegas. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. We're going to have a snake draft on the Stanley <laughs> Cup playoffs next on the BetQL Audio Network.